comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always is the reigning and defending, undefeated, undisputed co-host of the year. He's 225 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. He is the man... The myth, the legend, Mike Luther. Hi, Mike. Greg, I wish I was 225. If I was 225, I would be ecstatic. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I bump it up 10 pounds every month or so, thinking that I'll get there eventually. And I just, but I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be like, weighing in at a lofty 255 pounds or whatever it may be. That's closer. I'm, a, I'm about. It fluctuates between 240 and 245, and honestly, I don't really get on the scale that much. Um, but uh, is it because you're yeah. making gains? Uh, no, just because I, I I hate getting on the scale. I'm like, really here? And, and honestly, like if, if I'm gaining any muscle at all, which I do think I am a little bit, um, it just the scale doesn't really matter that much. Like, it doesn't. I'm, I'm hap- I'm happier when the weight increases what I'm lifting up or pulling or whatever which by the way greg it's about 1007 right now so probably about 11 o'clock ish we're going to be done with the podcast on average um what and where do you think i'm going to go after we're done bed incorrect greg hmm. i'm going to the gym i was gonna say it's also a friday Thir- what time is it friday friday okay, thank you is it yeah friday hope so <laughs> i was gonna say friday so maybe you're gonna go down to the local tavern Tie off a All few. All the local taverns are uh, closed. Yeah. Meet meet some uh, Bonnie Young Lass. No, um, no. Actually, I did think to myself. I was like, "Well, it's Friday night. I could have a couple drinks." I'm like, ah, I "Could," but I really need to get my workout in, and so yeah, I'm gonna go to gym. Speaking of Bonnie Lasses, you know that I finished Grim a few weeks ago. Yes. Maybe a month now. And yes, yes. I ripped through both seasons of Jack Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, I knocked those out really quickly, and I'm so glad that you got me back on track watching those. Uh, if you thought the first one was good, Mike, the second season, just as good. Uh, maybe a little more heartbreaking at times, um, but yeah. just tremendous stuff there at, uh, 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 over there at Amazon Prime with the uh, the Jim. Uh, Jim uh, uh, Krasinski. Halpert. Yeah, Jim Halpert Krasinski. Yep. That's his full name. Right. So I started watching something new. I was like, what? I want to watch something that had piqued my interest before, but i never actually taken the time to like sit down and try. So I, okay. I, I actually, I think I turned on Netflix for like the first time in almost two months uh, because I watch a lot of Hulu, been doing some, a lot of Disney Plus in our house. Um HBO Max, Prime, things like that. So I went to Netflix, and I found a show that I had added in my queue probably a couple of years ago. It was a little show called Outlander. 
Are you familiar are, by with the way, Outlander? So, real quick, are we are we recording? Because it doesn't say we are. Yeah, we are. Okay, just making sure. Sorry, I'm recording. I didn't the want us audio. to get oh, right. Okay. Okay, I just so, make sure. That's all. That uh, peek behind the curtain of panic uh, is brought to you by Mike, who just had a lot of questions. All right, so I'm sorry. What was the name of it? Outlander. It sounds familiar, but tell me about it. Uh, okay, so I'm glad you asked. So I'm going to do this from memory based on the four-ish episodes that I've seen. Um, it is about a, uh, a 20th century woman. Uh, her name is Claire, and she is a nurse for Great Britain, England, whatever, in World War II. Her husband also is like an army officer or something like that for the British in World War II. And so they went most of the war. I think there's a line in there that says, you know, like it's it's shameful that, you know, we were in, inseparable before the war and we saw each other combined like 10 days over the course of five years, you know, something like that. And then they're also they're on like a second honeymoon, a little reconnect up uh, in Scotland. And, you know, she's kind of just being drawn in by, you know, the, the highlands and uh, some of the countryside. And out of curiosity, she goes and she touches a, a standing stone. I'm not going to try to pronounce it. I don't have a Scottish brogue. Um, and she is transported about 200 plus years in the past. So, I mean, she's in the Scottish Highlands in a time period that's 30 to 50 years before the American Revolution, like in the 1700s. Uh, so she's, you know, she actually, first person she comes across is her husband's, like, ancestor who... They look very similar, so she's like, um, uh, what I can't remember, Frank. She's like, Frank? He's like, no, I'm not Frank. Uh, and he's getting a little fresh with her, and then he was stopped. Uh, I'm not going to get too far. Anyway, she's a woman out of time, and, uh, you know, so she has a lot of, and she was a nurse in World War II, so because she has that healing capability, you know, they kind of keep her on the, the Scottish, uh, the, the Klansman kind of, uh, Klansman with the C want to clarify yes <laughs> yes uh they they keep her on uh as kind of like a uh, a doctor type healer type uh all she wants to do is get back to that standing stone thinking that she'll be able to travel back to her own time um I'm, like i said i'm only a few episodes in but i only started it this past week i'm really enjoying it it kind of has um it, at times you're in in the, the the scottish highland past you know in the 1700s but you still hear some of that like uh, big band type of sound that you would hear in the right. 1940s, you know, like post-war 1940s. Okay. Uh, so, but it, you know, just a um, like a little blending of that. But but it kind of covers a couple of different time periods in history that I'm, you know, I'm a big history buff anyway. There's not like a time period that I'm like, don't care about that. Uh, but, you know, the uh, post-war, you know, Europe is, is crazy depending on, you know, where you live. And, and, uh, and then you got and this is well after like the William Wallace Scotland, you know, there are muskets and things like that. So it's not like it's all, you know, claymore broadswords and, and beheadings and things like that. But uh, it's just really, really fascinating to watch so far. Uh, so I'm really digging it. It feels very like all, all the uh, set pieces and the, the costuming in the, the language, they, a lot of them speak Gaelic. Uh, and it's, it's very, it feels very authentic to me. So I'm really enjoying it. Nice. So, if you Very haven't cool. watched Outlander yet, uh, I highly recommend it. 
<laughs> All right. So I, I, I got to get Netflix back and I'm getting Netflix back because actually just really for one reason is that, uh, Nate Bargetsy is having a, uh, a stand up special, one of his fourth ones or something on Netflix. And nice. he's one of my top comedians, uh, coming out March 18th, which is the same day that, um, I believe, uh, uh, Snyder Cut comes out. Isn't that crazy? We're a week away. Yeah. Now that's on a Thursday, which means I will watch it on Saturday if I'm okay. lucky. But here's the thing: I know you're not going to sit down for a four-hour movie. How are you going to break it up if you can? Like, if you had your choice to break it up, certain, well, how would you break it up? Two hours at a time? Hour? I. That's tough because a lot of it would depend on. You know how much you know my my family lets me, or you know like what what obligations and priorities yeah. and things like that. Um, you know th- those who've uh, come to this podcast uh, after watching the Nerds United on YouTube know that you know one of our uh, twin boys is home, so one's still in the hospital. So we're definitely you know trying to find that balance of you know s- splitting time, sharing time, making sure that our boys here have everything they need, and and their boy across the way is a uh, you know, he's not feeling abandoned. So, um, you know, people, the podcast always drops before the YouTube. So, um, if, if they're listening to this on Saturday, there's a good chance I'm already at the hospital. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, so if, if it was just, you know, no other outside factors, I know next Friday, uh, and it's, uh, give you a heads up, I'm not going to be able to record next Friday. I have a 7:30 appointment deep down South Illinois. <laughs> so, uh, I'll be coming home, uh, dragging ass. Um, but, uh, you know, so maybe, you know, like an hour Thursday, just kind of, you know, get, get my toes in, in the water a little bit. And then I try to hammer through power through on, on Saturday. So, and then, then you got the, the problem of staying off social media for three days because, you know, social media, people on social media just like to ruin things. Yeah. Because I'm probably not going to watch it Thursday because... Well, maybe I will. It all depends. But I'm going to watch it it Friday, maybe, have a couple drinks, you know. Um, And I'm hoping – I was just thinking about this, too. I'm I'm hoping it's good because, like, what if it's – like, what if you watch the first hour and it's just horrible? Do you force yourself to watch the next three hours? Because you – I mean, you almost have to. Yeah. I think there's – I mean, first of all, and, and, you know, we touched on this a little bit on the YouTube show is I'm not an uh, overtly negative person about, you know, things that like, if I'm, if I'm going to watch a movie, there's a good chance that, you know, I, I'm going into it knowing that I'm going to appreciate it on some level. Um, so there's a certain level of hype around this. And I've also tried to avoid, you know, like I think just today, uh, they released another 12 or 14 stills. You know, from the Snyder Cut, I'm like, you can't have anything left to share. <laughs> you know, everything everything's got to be out there in in the world by now. So I've I've tried to really avoid uh, a lot of that. I accidentally stumbled across um, like a new forty or sixty second, you know, teaser trailer or something for it. I think it was either it was either Steppenwolf or Dark Side talking. I'm not sure, um, but it was definitely Steppenwolf before he got super spiky. Uh, you know, before he like. He's like he's on his armband. He's like doot, 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 initiate spike mode <laughs> or pincushion mode or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, 
So I I don't know. I there's a possibility that it's the drizzling shits. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm 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 in for it. I'm I'm very curious to see what what this man's vision. But I mean, uh, Scott Snyder. No, Zack Snyder. Scott Snyder's comic book writer. <laughs> Zack Snyder's yeah. comic book movie maker. Uh, yes. <laughs> but what Zack Snyder's vision was, uh, or or at least you know to the he extent is. that, and and the notion that well in the reshoots they only like reshot like 10 or so minutes or whatever it was, uh, or whatever crazy statistic. That means that he had so much content that Joss Whedon just cut, you know? And so I'm really interested to know, like see the pieces as they were, as they were meant to be seen. So, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I read a couple comic books. I, I won't go over. I mean, I'll tell you what they are. Uh, but we're not going to go huge detail in them. Uh, but first one, I'm showing Greg, uh, so he sees it. But uh, Daredevil, Man Without Fear uh, by Brian Michael Bendis. Malieve, Matt Gutierrez, Dodson. There's a bunch of them. This is one that I think I talked about either in the last video or the last podcast. I said I was excited about this because this is one of the – well, actually, all of these are one of the new comic books you let me borrow um, with a, the big box – and I saw this one, and I had been wanting to read about Daredevil for a while because I was a big fan of the Daredevil uh, MCU Netflix. So Charlie Cox, uh, yeah, yeah. This one, very thick book, uh, but it was a page turner. It did not disappoint whatsoever. Uh, very grounded. Very. There's no. There's. It's not a world-ending type of uh, scenario. Uh, it made me. Actually, what's funny is I was reading this and I was like, "Yeah, I wish they had Daredevil in like movies or something, or like you know, <laughs> TV." And I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, they do. They have a ton of it." So, uh, yeah, it, uh, Daredevil recommend. Want to read more? That book. I mean, you said it's it's a thick book. Uh, it can be daunting until you get in. Like you said, it's a page turn. It definitely reads faster than mm-hmm. you know you think. I I don't think I told you about this. I also finished a book. Oh, okay. What'd you finish? I finished Doomsday Clock. Ooh, okay. Tell me about it. And I, I don't. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Wandavision. We're gonna spoil that quite a bit. Um, yes. I enjoyed it. I want to put that out right away. I, okay. I liked the book. I liked the story. I liked the crossover from the Watchmen universe to, you know, essentially the uh, the DC, you know, kind of mainstream universe. Um, it was about. Uh, I, I'm gonna say, Asmandius. Yeah, uh, it was about uh, Adrian Veidt for for you know, and he's like I. Both I if you go back to the comic, if you've read the uh, comic or if you've seen the movie, you know that in that big third act, there's a a planned disaster in New York City. It costs like three million lives, things like that. Uh, and this book is all about him in, in the Watchmen series on HBO. He's been like exiled to the moon or something like that. Yeah. Uh, or, or Mars or wherever. I think, uh, Dr. Manhattan sets up a place for him somewhere. Just be like, live out your days. Uh, but in this book, he's reconciling with the fact that he realizes he screwed up. Like he did not make the world, you know, as unified as, as he intended, or at least it was, it was, um, a bandaid and not, you know, a surgery to excise the cancer type of thing, you know, um, and there's still human nature and humans are flawed and, 
and uh, things like that. So he goes, he, he you, yeah, it's he uses R- Rorschach, uh, who uses a couple of you know essentially you know villains, uh, and then they jump with the help of Doctor Manhattan. Unbeknownst to Doctor Manhattan, they jump to like mainstream DC universe. Uh, they are the, it's it's essentially trying to pit Doctor Manhattan versus Superman. Like that's the end game. And if uh, you can, I think it's something like they want to take Superman back to fix their world, or or they trying to urge Superman to get Doctor Manhattan in the game or something. Um, but and this is going to be more of a spoiler for the book than a spoiler for the WandaVision series, but the conflict resolution very much is done in, in, in a way similar to the Vision versus Vision in the WandaVision uh, yep. finale, in that it's done through dialogue, it's done through conversation, it's done through, you know, not everything has to come to come to blows. Uh, so, you know, that aspect of it, and, and there's a tremendous story along the way, you know, you have uh, um, Marionette is one of the villains that they spring from, you know, this Watchmen world prison type of thing. And her her lover is um, the mime. I don't know if that's his actual name, but he's like a mime. But, you know, he, he points a, an invisible gun and then he pulls the trigger and then a bullet comes out and kills you. So it, it's very, very unique set of powers. And, uh, and, and her... Like marionette string is incredibly sharp. Like she, and I'm showing this to Mike on a camera, but you can't see it. But you know, it's like a. Um, it's, I I I say this because I don't remember guys ever like boys ever doing it in, in grade school. But you know, like girls would always take like a rubber band or a, a loop of string and wrap it around their fingers, and you're like, put your hand in, and you put your hand in. Oh, and yeah. Well, it's like think of just a string that's tied between like the palms of her hands that she can extend or collapse, but it's razor sharp. sharp. So, you know, they've got a hand around her neck or something like that. And she just go and cuts off their arm, you know? So it's, it, it's, uh, it's a ridiculous uh, power set. But, but again, the, that final confrontation is between Superman and Dr. Manhattan. And it, it's very much, you know, like Superman's very, he's still the boy Scout is, angry as he is he like has that moment of like humanity where he's uh, you know Clark Kent and, and he he appeals to Dr. Manhattan whatever's left of his humanity and so Dr. Manhattan again you know, spoil I don't, don't mean to but kind of sets everything right and in doing so creates a new uh, world in the multiverse so uh, but again it's like I said I, I I gave away too much of it more than I anticipated, Mike. When you're done with the box that I've I've given you, I hope to pass along Doomsday Clock. Two years from now, when you finish off that box, you might have forgotten. Yep. What <laughs> I definitely I definitely will. So yeah, um, I guarantee. But I recommend Doomsday Clock, and again, I know we talked about it in the past about its kind of stop start publication um, history. You know, as far as they they go a few months before publishing it. So I'm glad I waited until the book was finalized. Uh, but it was, it was it was worth the wait. I enjoyed it. Nice. Well, you'll also enjoy this book, Greg, that I read. <laughs> Green Lantern, Emerald Dawn, which is, first of all, the most 90s-looking book I've ever read. 
I I don't know if you remember this, Greg, but yeah, that's. I just, no, by the way, not not, and I don't mean that in a bad way either. But this, I was looking, at, and honestly, at first when I'm reading this, I'm like, is this from like the '60s? Hey now, no, it, fella. It was nine, I think '91 or something. I saw it on here somewhere, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, essentially an, an origin story for Green Lantern, for Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Um, uh, it's, it's amazing to me because I, I read this one. I think I've read another Green Lantern one. I can't remember. I know I've seen, um, uh, Green Lantern, um, not movie, uh, but I mean, I have seen the movie. We're not talking about that though. Uh, Green Lantern animated show, animated movie. Uh, first uh, flight? So they, um, I think first flight maybe. That's or there's right. Emerald Knights. First, I mean, I, first flight I, I, is more like the the story of of uh, Hal Jordan um, getting his ring for the first time and uh, yeah, uh, and, and learning the ropes. Emerald Knights is more. I think it's more of like a anthology of stories from veteran ring slingers to uh, a, a rookie. So, no, I, it, it would be the first flight okay. then. Um, so they know how to make a good uh, sto- uh, Green Lantern story. I don't know what they were doing with, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. If they if they had they didn't bring any, uh, you know, story comic book writers on board or something, they know how to do it. Apparently, like this one is good. Green it Lantern, was, Emerald Dawn, very it, good. It was actually written by Jeff Johns. Was he high at the time? He might have been. I don't know. That's probably true. I feel like you know, but it was. I think with. So with Batman Begins, and dare I say most of the Chris Nolan trilogy, you had like multiple villains. You had Scarecrow, Ra's al Ghul in the first one. In the second one, you had Joker and, I don't know, various mob bosses. You know, I know Scarecrow was there kind of in the beginning. Uh, oh, oh, Two-Face. Oh, I almost forgot about Two-Face. Uh, and then in the third one, you had Bane and Talia al Ghul. So I feel like... In a in a nonsensical way, you know, they're like, oh, we have to have parallax because you, in my opinion, like you have to tell, you know, include parallax in that story or you have to tell a better story. You know, they had Hector Hammond in there. That really didn't go anywhere. Uh, then you at the end, you had Sinestro because they were building towards something. They yeah, just never got true. there. It's people like I... you, Mike. You did not spend enough money at the theaters to make them uh, uh, say, yeah, let's get another Green Lantern movie going. I don't think I went to the theaters for it. I don't think I was into comic book movies at the time, even though I had watched like X-Men and Spider-Man and stuff well, like that. That was 2011. Um, 11. Or maybe, I'll, but here's the thing. I, I, I don't know if I did or not. I honestly don't remember. Uh, I might have. Uh, but I know for a fact I bought it on voodoo um so yeah all right well oh sorry one last one mm-hmm. one last one. i it's it's it was two weeks i had did my reading uh from uh fan of the show i'm just gonna say fan of the show i don't know if he listens but he's definitely been on the show uh twice i believe at least right uh jason white's lost owl kingdom Good book, Jason. Good job. Uh, post-apocalyptic craziness. I think it's supposed to be a trilogy. I don't know if he's written the other two or not, but 
if you haven't, uh, Jason, go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, whatever else you're doing, just put it aside. Mike needs more yeah, I, of your comics. Actually, I, I, we can say that for many of our beloved uh, writers and creators. I figured he was waiting for me to give him to yeah, go ahead. The blessing? Yeah. The blessing. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to it then, shall we, Mike? We're a week behind. Let's do it. Yes. WandaVision is over. Yeah, done. Did it end the way you thought it would? Or no. were you left unsatisfied? <sighs> or is there? Okay. Or are you like me and like it didn't end the th- the way I thought it would? I was satisfied, and everybody with their ridiculous online theories can stick them up the butt. No, uh, we're almost the exact opposite. Okay, <laughs> maybe because I was one of those people online, like hearing all these theories. Okay, this is. I, I'm going to give a non-spoiler part of this, and then we'll spoil it. Okay, no, no, no. We, we, let's just jump in. Let's just look. But, okay, it's been okay, a week. Spoil spoilers ahead for Wandavision. Okay, that's this is how I think of the whole Wandavision episodes. Uh, you know, one through nine. All right, episodes one and two were like you're at a bar and you see the. Oh, I need Greg took his headphones off and I need him to hear this. That's why I'm not talking right now. I mean, I'm talking right now, obviously, because you can hear me, but Greg doesn't know. Greg's saying something to his wife. They're probably talking about how great I am. And I'm just, I'm moving. I'm having an important discussion with my wife about the newborn. I know. I, I was I was talking about stuff. You're good. Okay, carry on. Okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot where I was at. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> episodes one and two are like you're at a bar, right? And you see the hottest girl you've ever seen in your entire life. Like out of your league hot. Okay? Been there. All right. Uh, episodes like three and four, she's interested in you. You're like, what? I don't, this doesn't make sense. Right. Episodes five, six, seven, you take her home. All right. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to quote, to quote good old JR business is about to pick up. Yes. Episode eight, you go to the room. All right. Maybe a little, you know, I'm not going to say because I know who listens to this podcast, but a little, you know. Uh, and then Do episode nine. It? No, no. Episode nine is where it. Hold on. No. No, no, because you're going to ruin it. Episode nine where it happens and then you go, huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, it's not bad. You're glad it happened. It was cool, but it it was better than not happening at all. That you're saying, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, better than nothing, I guess. So I'm not all the way through the episode, but you know, and, which is rare because it's been a week. But uh, I on Fat Man Beyond, Kevin Smith. Hold on, it's pause, pause. Sorry, I thought you were talking about it. you're not all the way through. Like the last episode oh, no. of One Division. <laughs> no. Like, dude, why are we talking about this? Then? I've seen I've seen it three Sorry. times. Uh, I've seen it three times, but uh, um, Kevin Smith said something really poignant, uh, and and I was like, oh yeah, that's very much my mentality. Is uh, hey, you know, it was on a plate, it was there, and I I was perfectly happy with with 
what what they put in front of me. I was perfectly happy with with the serving that I got. He said it differently. I, I'm paraphrasing, but it was. Yeah. And I was like, they fed me something. I ate it, and it was fine. And I understand that. And, and for me, a lot of it was that I was expecting a lot more, um, and stuff that they didn't even tease. That I was just online, and people were like, "Oh, this obviously Mephisto's coming." And this shows that, you know, uh, Wolverine's going to be coming, you know, next episode. Or, yeah, or, know, or, or it could be uh, Reed, uh, Reed Richards. Yeah, Reed Richards or Magneto or, you know, anything. Yeah, um, yeah and it was he, the the internet fans. And you know, when people buy into, you know, all of these random theories, like that's why – You've got to you got to tune all that out because, and maybe this is I would say perhaps the only drawback from that like weekly release schedule that they had because if you drop nine episodes at once, there's no time to theorize. Somebody's going to power right. through it in in tw- and you know and because they were all under an hour, you know they're probably like four or five hours or something like that and power through it, and then there's no time for theories. But then you don't get any anticipation. Um, so, for me, like, I think that, you know, a large percentage of the of fans, of, of Marvel fans, like, got themselves all in a, on a tizzy about, like, oh, we're going to see Reed Richards, we're going to see Doctor Doom, or Mephisto, or Nightmare, or, or anybody else, and then they didn't, like, that was never, you know, this is not something where... It's not. It's not live TV. You know. It's not like I'm. A, I'm gonna pull these two because I don't know what else to you know uh, draw from. But it's not like Monday Night Raw, AEW, SmackDown, anything like that, where you can make changes on the fly. Like these were all set and in the can by Christmas. You know. So it's not. Yep. Or you know before. So there's not. They're not making any changes. And if you're one of the creators of the show and you're seeing all this and you you know by middle February, you know. B- with three, four episodes left, they're like, oh, damn, they're really going to be disappointed because they're jumping to conclusions. They're jumping through hoops that we didn't, you know, we might have put, in, we might have snuck a little tease there, but, you know, yeah. like they're, they're making gigantic leaps of, of things that, you know, like it's not, it's, it, wait, all those, uh, uh, who is it, Monica Rambo, uh, who yeah. said, you know, like, I know an aerospace engineer, but that, and none of that ever indicated that anybody was going to show up in New Jersey of all places. Yeah. Um, there, there were, definitely was certain things that, you know, like, like that, where, you know, she talks about aerospace engineer. Yeah. There was, that was just a tease, but come on. They, they when they were writing it, they had to have known like their, their big reveal though, with uh, Agnes being Agatha Harkness, that was figured out first episode. I mean, I, after the first episode, I went on with the great mates, and I know somebody put it on there like Agnes Ag- Agatha Harkness, and was so when that what, it came in episode I don't know seven or whatever it seven. was where she's like, and my real name's Agatha Harkness. I, everybody was just like, well, I mean, I don't people weren't around me, but I'm just assuming everybody was just like, yeah, we know. Like, what's the what's the big reveal? Because there has to be a big reveal, right? So I think. In in that, uh, you know, like I know my my personal like I don't like 
part of it is like, you know, I, I celebrate with the people who put two and two together early on. I'm like, yeah, awesome. You know, it's confirmed, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one that I would say is a little bit more obvious. It's not, it's not so, you know, like making giant leaps of, of logic to like get, John Krasinski into right, you know, step in as Reed Richards with a little bit of touch of gray. Um, by the way, John, if you're interested, in what a touch of gray looks like, right, right here, buddy, right, uh, right, right over my ears. Um, don't worry about. It. I'm sure you got people who can doctor up your perfect hair, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, they, they, if anybody was disappointed at the end of Wandavision. And I'll include you. Mm-hmm. No offense. It's because you got so geared up for it, and it just didn't meet your expect. Like it wasn't bad; it just didn't meet your high yeah. expectations. No, no, I absolutely agree, and that's what I was thinking about it too. I my expectations were just too high. So going into Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, I don't care if like the end of episode one they go, "Hey." Wolverine's on the phone right now. He's coming over. <laughs> like, I'm not going to believe it. Right. Not only, I don't even care if Hugh Jackman comes on there and says, I'm Wolverine. I'm, I'm sorry, still who? not going to believe it. Oh, sorry, Hubert. Hubert Allen Jackman. I didn't, uh, um, you said Hugh. I was like, I don't know who the hell Hugh is. That's, I, I call him Huey sometimes. Huey. <laughs> you ever call him Baby Huey. Huey? Yeah, of course. Perfect. Uh, but I, even if that happened, I still wouldn't believe it because. In WandaVision, of course, we had the reveal of, um, of Pietro came back, uh, but it was the MC, well, no, sorry, Fox Fox's version. version of Pietro, uh, Quicksilver. And I, I mean, okay, so he comes back, and of course, a lot of people are thinking, okay, does this mean we're crossing over with MCU and Fox? We're finally getting the mutants. Now, granted, they never said anything, you know? But I was hoping that it was going to lead to something besides a boner joke. Because <laughs> that's all it was. And it didn't even make sense. Cause I, and maybe they explained it and I didn't understand. Uh, why would, why did he have speed? Why, why was he given a superpower? If she, can she give out superpowers? Is that her thing? Did you and ask me that or, or did we pick that up somewhere else? I didn't ask, no, I mean, I'm asking you that right now. I don't. I honestly don't know. The uh, so what I can gather, and this is all speculation, is you know they, there were the magic beads, the uh, right, and so my guess is they were enchanted uh, while like Evan Peters obviously was not Aaron Taylor Johnson. You know, it was the um, Pietro Maximoff that we know yeah. from uh, Age of Ultron. But there had to be there would have been news reports about Wanda's brother, uh, you know, who was killed in in Sokovia and in, you know, saving an Avenger or something like that. So there had to be like knowledge of of his existence. All you have to do is be like, well, there's somebody here in town who we can dress up and and give him, you know, enchant him with these beads and give him super the mirror the superpowers of of her dead brother. Then. Yeah, and I, I get that. I guess that's that's the only real, you know, reasoning that I have for it. That, but and here's the thing: that's the only. I, I understand. 
I, you know, people thought Mephisto was going to be on there. He's not. People thought Dexter Strange was on there. It, that was just all kind of wild speculations. That was the only one that, okay, first of all, I mean, they picked, um, God, what's his name? Not Edward, uh, Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they picked him for a reason. Yeah. All right. They knew it was going to be the shock value. All right. And I, once again, I totally understand him not being the Quicksilver we thought, but give us something. You know, give us something besides, oh, he's Ralph Boner. Because I, th- that was that was just the tease for nothing. I also think that Monica Rambeau um, mispronounced his name. I'm pretty sure it was Bonner. P- possibly, yes, Bonner, sure. But um, he didn't correct her. and No, he didn't. Uh, I, I do want to say, though, I... Overall, it's not bad. Like, I like the fact that, uh, first of all, I think that, uh, Wanda, uh, sorry, Scarlet Witch, um, first of all, we, we, we figured out what her name means now. Yeah. Which I like that. And I also, like, she could be a big bad. Like, she's pretty damn powerful. And I like that it showed it a little bit more. I like it how it showed her depth a little bit more. Mm hmm. You know, open, and, and I think with a lot of these Disney Plus shows, that's what we're going to get. We're going to get, because let's be honest, Starla Witch was kind of a side character in all the movies. Uh, so she didn't have much screen time. Uh, the screen time she had was good, but now we kind of expand a little bit. I think you're going to get the same thing with Falcon Winter Soldier. Loki's been a main character, but we'll see more of him, you know. Uh, so I like that aspect of it. Uh, she she definitely got. I mean, you got a better understanding of her powers. I mean, like mm-hmm. you could see a few things, even in you know, like Age of Ultron, where she gets into Tony Stark's head and you know, like shows yeah. him visions, things like that. Uh, so you you got a little bit more of that. Um, if anything, like Agatha Harkness, like unlocked. You know, I, and she had a good. She had a really good uh, line of dialogue. Is something about like. It's not about the power; it's about the knowledge, or you know, something to that effect. Yeah. And so, what uh, Wanda had before was just raw power, and it was basically, you know, emotionally enacted. Where now, you know, she's got that dark hold, and it was we saw in the post 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 credit scene, uh, she has tapped into the astral plane and is pulling yes. a Doctor Strange, uh, and in reading while going about her daily activities and. It was I the only person who, when they cut to started cutting to that scene and they were going over like mountains and lakes and wilderness and into a, a small cabin, my first thought was not Wanda Maximoff. My first thought was little Canadian guy who likes the wilderness pops those claws and a little snicked action. I I don't know why there's been there's no reason for it, but that that setting. Just screamed Wolverine like that. That'd be Wolverine's like isolated comfort spot. If if you're absolutely right, uh, at that, by that time I had realized, okay, this is no, it's not going to happen. Uh, but if that was like, say that was the end of episode six, you know, it, like the internet would be full of it's confirmed. Wolverine is showing up. <laughs> you know, I love. By the way, I love when the internet does that. It's confirmed. No, no, it's not. It hasn't been confirmed. I think uh, I've I think I've drawn this parallel before from like a like the comicbook.com and the comic book resources and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, drawn the parallel to again, I'll make a wrestling uh, 
uh, analogy and like the wrestling observer, they're just dirt sheets that are, you know, unconformed and they're going by anonymous sources who really don't know Jack squat or it's, yeah, it's yeah. some dipshit with a keyboard who thinks that they, you know, know things and they, if anything, Marvel proved, you don't know anything, put all your theories away. No. We're we're just playing games with you. And and for me, I think that was a bigger like I think I was more overjoyed that like uh, uh Reed Richards wasn't in it, that Mephisto wasn't in it because uh sometimes I, I'm I'm a little like chaos neutral. Uh uh and I was like all you you know, theory makers, you're all wrong. So next time just I- enjoy the show. I will say the one, and I don't know. Not you personally. I'm pointing. I'm pointing at the camera to Mike, but I'm really (laughs) pointing to you, audience. Yes. Um, I uh, there was the episode that uh, that showed like kind of her past. Um, I think it was. uh, Episode eight was one. Episode eight. Okay. That was one that I was like, I my I know my expectations are getting too high. Because it was a great episode, except it started off, you know, it shows her family. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, they're going to have, um, what's his name, Magneto on there. And then obviously they didn't. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe in this version, um, you know, Magneto's not her dad. Okay, that's fine, you know. And then at the end, I think it was at the end of that one that they revealed White Vision Mm-hmm. Before they they did that, I'm like, oh, I honestly, I, I was just like, oh my god, they're gonna, this is going to be Wolverine. This is going to be because they were building it up like, and this is what we have. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, it's going to be huge, and I'm like, oh, uh, another vision. Okay, but now, granted, because that's only because my expectations were like over my head. And if I would have just been like, okay, let's just see what they go with this, it was a great episode. And like I said. The series overall, except for I still don't like the Quicksilver bit because that was just a hey, we want people to watch next episode, uh, and 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 we have nowhere to go with it. <laughs> Besides that, I the the series was great, or not great, it was good. I I think one of my and I alluded to it earlier. One of my favorite bits of the show, and I liked. I like the old Dick Van Dyke stuff and, you know, bewitched aspects. And I like those old sitcom uh, moments. But honestly, in that series finale, the uh, conversation between Vision and Vision, uh, where they're talking about the ship of Theseus. And I'm like, you know, that's really cool. Like, I'm not, I wasn't really familiar with that philosophical, like, uh, question uh, before. And, And so it really got me thinking. I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I definitely see. You know, both are, neither are, mm-hmm. and I loved that before he flew off, uh, before White Vision flew off, uh, Wanda's vision gave him. You know, like he's like, "You're here, my here, your memories." You know, and yeah. and so while he was initially, you know, just like a, a government machine, government weapon, you know, programmed to. Whatever end that they wanted, now he's a little bit more, you know, himself, uh, just a little monochromatic, and and I'm excited for where, uh, you know, the where this vision's going. Oh, yeah, uh, I I'm curious too because he can, um, now he can show up anywhere. I mean, he's got he's essentially vision 
lacking color. Yeah. Uh, so he can show up, and I would imagine he'll show up in Multiverse of Madness. He he will. He might be that which helps to diffuse Wanda in the future. I think in Multiverse of Madness, from what I've heard, um, uh, Magneto's going to be there. Wolverine, Beast, <laughs> uh, Spider Man from every Spider Man movie ever made. Um, and one thing to just think about: uh, Nick Page Superman is actually going to be in there. So this is all confirmed, by the way, all confirmed. And Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice, absolutely, yes. That's tremendous. Yeah. Um, you know, we only have a week until um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I know. Are there any ridiculous theories you want to throw out ahead of time, like, you know, from all those uh, mm-hmm. unnamed sources that you have that uh, on condition of anonymity have told you things to expect? Okay, Chris Evans is coming back. Okay. He takes he takes the shield back, but and yeah, it's old Chris Evans, like yeah. the one that we saw at the end of, or mm-hmm. not the very end of Endgame, who was dancing with the young Peggy Carter, but who handed off the shield. It's it's old yes. Chris Evans back. Old Chris Evans comes back. That's episode one. Episode two, skinny Chris Evans <laughs> shows up. I like it. Yeah, and then. Um, I believe it has been confirmed that the Joker will be there. They're crossing boundaries. Played by the only Chris that's not there, Chris Pine. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, Internet, do your worst. (laughs) All confirmed. (laughs) No, like I said, now that I'm watching, when I started watching Falcon Winter Soldier when it comes on, I'm just going to be like, I'm not expecting anything. Right. I don't care if they tease it. I don't care. I'm just like, if oh, Wolverine's here? Cool. Whatever. <laughs> oh, come on now, fella. Mike, you, you got to have a little bit of that enthusiasm. Nope. Until Sony puts out a... Oh, not Sony, geez. Uh, Disney, Marvel, uh, puts out a press release saying this is not a tease. We do have Wolverine. He is back or whatever. What happens if you physically see Wolverine? Are you going to think it's Wolverine? Are you going to think it's a... I physically saw Quicksilver. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Oh. That's a good point, Mike. I'm proud of you. All right. Anything else that you can think of? Nope. That's a good way to end the show. Yeah. That and... Oh, Pop Pop is awful tired. I did uh, two overnight feedings last night, so I'm a little lacking on the sleepy poo. I'm going to get this show edited and posted, and I'm going to go off to Betty by Land. Sounds good, buddy. Mike? Is Is the little one still there sleeping? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And if he can sleep through some of the shenanigans that his bigger brother was putting him through today, (laughs) it would be a challenge to wake him up at all. Okay. All right, uh, folks, that'll do it for this episode of Nerds United. We appreciate you tuning in and uh, sharing the word. And if if you like what we're doing here, hit that share button and uh, let some of the people on your timeline see what Nerds United is all about. Remember, we're just a couple guys who like to have fun, talk about nerdy stuff, and we'd be doing it uh, not at a bar because I'm too old for bars, uh, but, you know, we'd be hanging out in person, not recording it, and still having these same conversations. And, uh, oh, Mike, I almost forgot. What? Our uh, obscure 
<laughs> superhero like comic book character t-shirts and merchandise. Oh yeah. <sighs> I'm going to save it for next week. I'm tired. Yeah, I was going to say what are you going to keep keep going? <laughs> no, we're going we're going to call it a night. All right, so stay okay. tuned next week. Uh, and, and let us know in the comments if there's an obscure like superhero or supervillain who you'd be like, you know what, I'd wear their shirt. Uh, the, for whatever reason, the one that comes to mind for me, and we'll, and we'll talk about more of them next time around, but I, I shared a uh, a park bench with his image, and that's Plastic Man. <laughs> so uh, hey, be thinking about it, throw one down in the comments, and uh, share other thoughts on the show as well. So for uh, the little guy sleeping next to me, for the co-host of the year, always to my right, I'm Greg Mahochko. This is Nerds United. We thank you, and we tell you to be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.